This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word. My lesson title or my discussion for tonight is simply how to outgrow it. How to outgrow it. Maybe you have children and like my grandson, uh, Vance the second, the other day I was at their house and his mom told him to go put some pants on. He wouldn't put the sweatpants on that he had just worn a couple of weeks ago that I saw him in. And when I looked at the sweatpants, they were halfway up his legs. I was like, what in the world? Because right in front of me, I didn't see the growth. I mean, I knew that he was a big boy. I know that he's getting big, but I'm like, why are your legs so long? He had outgrown, so his mom had to go buy him a whole bunch of pants because he had outgrown all of his pants. I'm here today to give you a revelation. I'm going to carry this out on Sunday as we partake in Holy Communion as well. But I want to give you a revelation and I came tonight to really teach you. I've been exhorting you. I've been encouraging you. Now I've got to teach you. I've got to teach you how to outgrow it. How to outgrow it. You're the only one that can answer what the it is, but I came to teach you how to outgrow it. Back in the 90s, it was, there was a very, very uh, popular quote by Johnny Cochran in one of the trials of the century. And his quote was, if it doesn't fit, you must acquit. We have to outgrow some things so that it is no longer fit us anymore. Fit has reference to no longer suitable, not becoming, not proper, not apt, not right, inappropriate, and incorrect. The closer that you walk with the Lord, the more things will no longer be suitable. Unbecoming, not proper, not apt, not right, inappropriate, and incorrect. The word equipped means to discharge from fault and failure, to exonerate, to declare not guilty, or in other words, to set free. For whom the Son set free is free indeed. Today we're going to learn how to out grow it. God gave us, we saw the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit in Genesis, and he is all through the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit is all through the Bible. God for you, God with you, and God in you, the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. When you have the Father, you have the Son, you have the Holy Spirit, the three, one in name, aim, and purpose. That is the majority and the majority rules. Therefore, you win. Galatians chapter 5, verse 16, and the King James Version says, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not Fulfill the lust of the flesh. This I say then. In other words, what I'm saying right now, listen to this. This is important. Now here's the directive. Walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. We've looked at that a little bit differently. We've always looked at that 
thinking that if I control, can control the lust of the flesh, if I can control, if I can do it, then I'll be able to walk in the spirit. But that's not what the scripture tells us. The scripture tells us walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. If we could control the lust of the flesh on our own, we don't need Jesus. We don't need the Holy Spirit. We don't need God. And that is our problem. Oftentimes we think we have it all under control and we don't allow the Spirit to help us. Everyone look straight ahead. Galatians chapter 5 verses 22 and 23. It's talking about the fruit of the Spirit. Very familiar passage of scripture. But tonight I'd like to read that in the Amplified Bible. It says, but the fruit of the spirit. Let me stop and talk about fruit for a minute. Anytime you have fruit, fruit is just juicy. It's just good. It's just good too. It's just so sweet. And have you ever maybe had some good old grapes or something or some good watermelon? Mm, this is so good. Taste it. It's so good that you want to have somebody else taste it. Or have you ever seen a professional ap apple eater? <laughs> I'm calling my press. Have you ever seen a person that knows how to eat an apple? When I tell you a person that knows how to eat the apple, all they have is the little stem at the end. That, and I mean, just, they know how. And by the time you look at them eating the apple, you're like, I've got to kind of got a taste for an apple, don't you? Because that juicy fruit, it becomes desirable to others. Let me read it in the Amplified Translation. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit, the result of his presence within us is love, which is unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, not the ability to, uh, 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 patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting. Patience is not just the ability to wait because sometimes you don't have no choice but to wait. But it's how you act while you're waiting. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. The law is given to control you, to make you do a certain thing. If you run the red light down the street on the corner of MLK and University Drive, you're going to get stopped by the police. You might go to jail. You might get locked up. You might lose your freedom. That is what the law is for. The law is there to bind you and to control you. But when it comes to love, joy, inner peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, there's nothing there that'll have you bound. There's nothing there. There's nothing in this list that will have you bound or hemmed up. The fruit of the Holy Spirit is what this is talking about. The fruit of the Holy Spirit demonstrates the character of God. And as the Holy Spirit develops us into the divine character of Christ, he helps us to overcome an unproductive life. A life that's not productive. A life that is not allowing you to fill your full potential. 
Walk in the Spirit has reference to a progression or progress. It's not just jump from here to jump from there. There are steps that have to be taken. As we walk in the Spirit, as we grow in Christ, we outgrow some things. We outgrow, and then there's a line, a blank line. With, you put whatever there that you need to put there. Soon as you're going to be like my grandson Vance. You've got pants halfway up your legs because it no longer fits. This no longer suits me. It no longer fits. Therefore, I must be exonerated from my past failures, my fragilities, my proclivities. If it doesn't fit, then I'm going to be acquitted. Listen to me. Who, which one of us wants to walk around in, in a shirt that we can't button up? Pants that are, clothes that are too tight. That's embarrassing because it no longer I'm here to teach you how to outgrow you. <laughs> outgrow you. Outgrow your proclivities. Outgrow the things that are hindering you from fulfilling your full potential. Walk in the spirit. Walk in the spirit. Remember, as we're walking in the spirit, the Bible says, then we won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. So I'm not bound. I'm not trying to remember in advance and according to all the mental rules and, and remembering the whole Bible and memorizing it. And, and that, that is works. So I'm no longer in works. I'm just walking. With God, I'm walking in the character of Christ. I'm allowing the Holy Spirit to empower me. And as I do that, I'm shedding skin. I'm outgrowing my current self. It's not a matter of do's and don'ts and, and all of these rules and regulations. All I have to do is walk in the Spirit. And I won't fulfill the lust of the flesh I, 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 the more I grow in Christ, the more I outgrow other stuff. I grow out of some stuff. First Corinthians 13 and 1 says, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. When I became a man, I put away childish things. I came so far, even though I might not have outgrown it, I'm mature enough. To make the right decision in crunch time. I, I'm, I'm mature enough because now I'm, we used to play with paper dolls and we used to, why don't we play with those anymore? Why don't we do? We got mature and we made a decision. Somebody said, y'all still do? It's okay if you still do. But we have make, we're old enough, we're mature enough, we're wise enough to make adequate decisions for our lives. Does that make faith to anybody? Again, Galatians 5 and 16, this I say, then walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk in the spirit. Psalm number 37, stanzas 23 and 24 in the King James said, the steps of a good man. What are steps? Walking, 
Now I'm walking. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow. I'm walking. I'm taking steps. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. This is the order of God. That you keep progressing. You keep moving forward. You keep putting one foot in front of the other. It says he delighted in his way. Listen to this part. This is good news for somebody. Though he fall, he will not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. The Lord upholdeth him with his hand. We went to a water park not long ago, and uh, uh, my son-in-law, Vance, was in the pool with the kids. And there was a little slippery thing, and they had to walk. Um, they all wet. The, the sl little slide is wet, and they had to go from one place to the next place. And they were doing it with such boldness and confidence, and they made it from one side to the other. Why? Vance was holding their hand all the way through. Because Vance was holding their hand, they were leaping from one thing. They were sliding. They never fell. They would leap to the other thing. They were moving all around. They never fell. They were wet. It was slippery. They never fell. Because Vance was holding their hand. Stanza 4 says, though he fall, he will not utterly be cast down. For the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. I'm here to teach you how to outgrow it because when it don't fit, you must acquit. Can I read it in the message? This is going to be really good. The message translation reads this way. Stalwart walks in step with God. His, blaze, his path blazed by God. He is happy. If he stumbles, he's not down for long. If he stumbles... He's not down for long. God has a grip on his hand. So I had to look up, what is stalwart? Because that's not a term I use in my everyday vernacular. Stalwart means strongly, robustly, bravely, valiantly, steadfastly, tenaciously, fearlessly, and boldly. Boldly walk. You're boldly walking as if your past failures have been forgiven. As if your proclivities have been plunged under the blood of Jesus. As if your sin has been washed away. Come on. You walk boldly. Why do we walk like this? Because things will be hurled at you. Things will be thrown in your way, hindrances and obstacles flung into your path. Why? To knock you down. But remember what we read? If he stumbles, he's not down for long. There's a Pastor Andrea-ism. When it talks about walk stalwart, that means let's get gutsy. I need you to gut up. It's time to get audacious, chest out, and chin up. Come on, be bold. Who do you think you are? I am strong. I am robust. I am brave. I am valiant. I am steadfast. I am unmovable. I am tenacious. I am fearless. I am bold. Listen, no opinion is requested.
so I didn't ask nobody's opinion about it, including my own. Stop taking a survey of other people's opinion. You are strong by means of the person of the Holy Spirit that has been invested big on the inside of you. You are strong. You are robust. You are brave. You are valiant. You are steadfast. You are immovable. You are tenacious. You are fearless. You are bold. Listen to me. Faith requires no sense realm evidence at all. Because you might be saying, I don't feel like it. You don't have to feel like it. We walk by faith and not by sight. Walk. Stalwart. Walk boldly. Walk confidently. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. One of my favorite scriptures. It says, let us therefore come boldly, here we go again, upon to the th- unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. When do I need them? All the time, every day, every hour, every minute, every second, every nanosecond of every day, not just when I get in a pickle. Now, he's there every minute, every second, every hour, every day, but he's there especially when you're in a pickle. Listen to it in the Passion Translation. This is good. It says, so now we draw near freely and boldly to where grace is enthroned. The throne of grace, where grace is enthroned, to receive mercy's kiss and discover the grace we urgently need, listen, to strengthen us in our time of weakness. Come on, I'm talking about the person of the Holy Spirit, and he brings the fruit of God's spirit, his personality, his character, and he invested. The closer that we walk with him, the more fruit is demonstrated in our lives. Come on, He, he invited us to come boldly. To the throne. Listen to me. Even though he knows the absolute worst about us, he said, come on to the throne. Come to the throne of grace. Listen to me. That means grace is on the throne. Because he is what he does. He is the God of grace. Grace is is sovereign grace reigns supreme therefore come to the throne of grace without reservation about your past failures mishaps and frailties listen to me right here his mercy already took care of that i said his mercy already took care of everything in your past And his grace is for your present and your future. I'm trying to teach you how to outgrow it. You don't don't owe it anything. The debt has been canceled. Jesus paid it. His grace is sufficient for you. It's more than enough for you. And I like that 
2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 9 and 10, I like what the latter part of verse 10 says. It actually says, for when I'm weak, then I'm strong. That's oxymoronical. When I'm weak, that's when I'm strong. Because remember, when I was a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, when I grew up, I outgrew some other stuff. So that means in crunch time, I have the choice, and I'm mature enough. I'm mature enough because I've come so far with God. I'm mature enough now in crunch time that I can choose wisely. Once upon a time, we can choose wisely. Because when we got in a pickle, we just collapsed, right? When the pressure, when pressure hit, we just caved in. We just c- collapsed. And the more you collapse, the easier it is to collapse. But then you start hearing the word of faith. You start learning the word and understanding that faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You begin to understand that faith is the victory. You begin to understand that I have to ask, believe, confess, demonstrate, expect, forgive, and give. You begin to realize the fruit of the Spirit are the character of Christ. And the more that I walk with Christ, the closer I begin to adapt his personality. So I outgrow the things that I used to do. I don't do anymore. Walk in the spirit and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. We've grown up from trying, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to fulfill the lust of the flesh. Now the next time, next time. Now, even when the pressure is on, we know how to choose wisely. Remember, because in the scripture, it says when I'm weak, that's when I'm strong. So I have a choice. When I'm weak, I have a choice to be weak or I have a choice to stand in his strength. For the joy of the Lord gives me strength. So I have a choice. When I'm weak, I can be weak or I can be strong. I have a choice. You have a choice. When you're weak, you have a choice to be weak or you have a choice to be Strong. Life is choice driven. I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose. You got to choose. Which way are you going to choose? When I was immature, I was a child and I was childish. I didn't know God for myself. I didn't have a track record. I didn't have a, I just collapse. Just fall. Just fall. Cry and fall. Fall and cry. But now I learned him. I begin to know him. I begin to understand that he loves me in spite of me. There's nothing that you can ever do to stop God from loving you. So even when you're weak, oh, good God Almighty, you have a choice to be strong. I choose. This I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. When you start growing up in Christ, you outgrow some other stuff. You got to fill in the line. You out. 
grow some things. You, you ought to be looking like my grandson dance with your pants halfway up your legs. It doesn't fit anymore. It doesn't. Once upon a time, the devil used to be able to condemn you because when you were weak and you fell and then you felt condemned. But there is right now no condemnation. Right? Now that I've grown in him, the devil can't fight my mind and condemn me because my past has been concluded. My sins have been washed away. Oh, good God Almighty. And even when I'm weak, I get to choose to be strong. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. He says in Deuteronomy 30 and 19, I call heaven and earth as a witness today against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that you and your descendants may live. We spent many, many months on shattering the pattern. We shattered a pattern, not just for ourselves. We shattered it for everybody in our gene after us. Used to say, oh, such and such ones in my family. Well, it, it ran in there, but it stopped with me. Come on up in here, somebody. I need you to get a revelation that the fruit of the Spirit is not weak. The fruit of the Spirit is strong. As we walk closer to God, I got a close right here. As we walk closer to God, God wants to show us him. He wants us to be in his image and his likeness. He wants us to look at his mesmerizing presence and see ourselves in his reflection. See yourself. That's how he created you to be. He wants to move in your life by means of the person of the Holy Spirit. Listen to me. By means of Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost is given so God can give you dreams. God wants to give you dreams and give you visions and give you mental pictures and give you impressions and give you unctions and the demonstration of God's spiritual gifts, the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, faith, giftings of healings, miracles, prophecy, discerning of spirits, tongues, and interpretation of tongues. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. The, the fruit of the spirit is strong. You get to choose. When you're weak, you're going to just stay weak. Or do you choose to be strong? My second closing, then I'm out of here. John chapter 15, verse 8 says, By this, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit. When you bear fruit, God gets the glory. When you bear fruit, God gets the glory, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, gentleness, uh, faithfulness, goodness, and self-control. God is glorified when you bear much fruit. Much has reference to substantial, heaps, loads, abundant, endless, extravagant, a whole bunch of, a lot of, plenty of fruit. So you have to fortify yourself in the word of God and cultivate the strong fruit of the spirit. You've got to cultivate it. When you do this, 
using the ABCs of faith, walking close to God, refusing to be weak. When you feel weak, you step into the strength of the Lord, then you boldly declare, this is your year of illumination. This is your year of revelation. This is your year of manifestation. This is your year of life defined with meticulous detail. Somebody thrilled me Sunday. They came to the line. They said, Pastor, you've been saying this over and over. I said to go look. I looked up what illumination is. I looked up what it is. And now I'm thrilled. Now I'm going, don't just take this. You go home and you study. You put you begin to decree and declare it out of your own mouth. You find your own scriptures. I can't give you everything. As a student of the word, you got to find something. Google it or something. Come on. This is your year of life unmistakably true for you. This is your year of grace. Remember, grace is on the throne. This is your year of favor. This is your year of completion. No more quitting. No more stopping. You've got to have the grit not to quit. This is your year of newness. This is your year of an upgrade. This is your year of abundance. This is your year of expansion. This is your year of fruitfulness. This is so funny. Y'all just looking at me like, mm -hmm. when you get a revelation, you're going to be swinging off of the chandeliers. I'm going to have to call security to sit you down. This is your year of prophetic fulfillment. Why you keep running after prophets? You already got the word on it. Now run and you do it. This is your year of divine relationships. This is your year of divine marriages. This is your year of walking in the fruit of the Spirit. This is your year of flowing in the gifts of the Spirit. This is your year of supernatural miracle manifestation and much, much more in store in 2024. Every head bowed, every I trust that word blessed your life. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to know that at Destiny Faith Church, we're more than a church. We're a family.